You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. spaceflight has gotten a little bit routine. Most people pay no heed to the fact that a rotating crew consisting of astronauts from several countries have been keeping the International Space Station continuously occupied for over two decades. It's become perfectly normal to know that they're up there. But a little over 50 years ago, every flight made headlines, and some strides were greater than others. I'm Jessica Linverdi, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for June 16th. And while today we thrill to the exploits of Catherine Janeway, Michael Burnham, Ellen Ripley, and other fictional space heroes with two X chromosomes, someone had to get there first in the real world. And that happened today in 1963 with the launch of Vostok 6 in the Soviet Union. The early days of the space race weren't just a technological competition, but a political one as well. Perhaps the ultimate showdown between the two ideologies in play, to see which society could make the greatest advances both technologically and socially. The Soviet Union was determined to send the first woman into space, but had to invent a female cosmonaut corps out of whole cloth. And the candidates had to be impressive enough to win even grudging approval from the men in charge of the new Soviet space endeavor. Enter Valentina Tereshkova, who came to the attention of the Soviet space program because she was an amateur skydiver and had aspirations of joining the Soviet Air Force. The selection process ran from January through February of 1962, narrowing the number of candidates from 400 women to five. In a moment, the history-making flight and its aftermath. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast. August 19th. One of Star Trek's biggest icons. Or celebrity fans. Or both. will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Tweet us. Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Live long and prosper. Two days prior to Valentina Tereshkova's June 16th launch, another Vostok spacecraft was launched into orbit, carrying cosmonaut Valery Baikovsky, and the mission plan for both spacecraft was for them to rendezvous and conduct joint maneuvers. Precision guidance was still in the process of being developed, so the closest the two vehicles got was roughly three miles apart. Vostok 6, with Valentina Tereshkova aboard, spent nearly three days making 48 orbits of the Earth. After returning to Earth, she had every intention of going back to space, but the Soviet space program elected to keep her on the ground as an instructor of future cosmonauts rather than allowing her to risk her life on further flights, regardless of her wishes. She was considered by the Russian government to be too much of a public relations asset to ever climb aboard a rocket again. 
She entered the world of Russian politics, and she remains an active force in the Russian government even in her 80s. Even though she flew Vostok 6 through the glass ceiling 58 years ago today, she was effectively trapped by it once again as soon as she returned to Earth. The other women who made it through cosmonaut training never flew. It would be the 1980s before either the Soviet Union or the United States put another woman in space. Coincidentally, on this day in 2012, China's Shenzhou-9 mission lifted off, carrying the first crew to that country's space station, including the first Chinese woman in space, Liu Yang. So, one way or another, June 16th has become a day whose message is that, whether in science fiction or in science fact, a woman's place is at the controls of a spacecraft. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for June 16th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.